incredibly embarrassed do you feel like the camera is judging you or even laughing at you well you are not alone on this one but video has become a necessity in the modern world because 82 percent of all the global internet consumption is video content so yeah 82 percent hard to ignore that number. So there is no question that video is taken over the internet. And in today's world, exposure is everything. If people don't know who you are, they cannot find you. It is as simple as that. Did you know that eight out of 10 people watch YouTube? Eight out of 10, oh my God, that's a stat. If you are not leaping into the world of video, you are being left behind. But there are many other benefits. If you're a business owner, videos on your landing pages can increase your conversions by 80%. Marketers who use video content get more qualified leads and it's by 66%. So as you can see, for business owners, if you want to get your message out there, publishing video is no longer a luxury. It is a necessity. But it's not just for business owners either. I wish that I thought of video when working in the corporate world. I would have been very appealing to large tech companies had I created more videos and became a thought leader in the industry. My CV would have been on point. To be fair, I probably would have made a video CV at that point because I would have been confident. <laughs> now that's standing out of the crowd. Today, I would like to introduce you to Jack Cook from Beyond the Brand. Beyond the Brand is what happens when a small child never gave up on his dreams. After 20 years, it led Jack to creating video content for businesses. And it all started with a passion for cinema and storytelling, which then led him to bossing his younger brothers into creating scenes from his favorite blockbusters. Hard work and resilience took Jack to the dizzy heights of editing for corporations. And along the way, there was travel blogging, video marketing, storytelling, and a load of trial and error. Our big question today is how can you vanquish video shyness? Jack, welcome to Success Talks. How is life treating you? Life uh, is treating me as well as anyone. It can treat anyone at the moment, but uh, I'm making the most of the situation we're in. And actually, things things are going well, so I'm good. I'm very good. <laughs> and I noticed you have a yellow background. Yes, because obviously you have to go to yellow. So <laughs> that good place. <laughs> There's no other way, is there? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, pleasure to have you here. And um, from your experience. Why is video so important for business success? 
it's it doesn't leave anything to the imagination uh you can you great storytelling people love to feel uh an emotion they love to feel a journey um they like to see what where their problem is most of us have a problem we need solving whatever you know product we're after whether it's to clean our clothes or whether it's you know um a hair product of some sort it's going to make it look fuller i don't know why i brought that one up it means nothing to me but um, <laughs> but yeah i you know uh, people just you know, with video and storytelling you know you don't leave anything to the imagination uh, you can literally lay out what your product does what you do what your business does um and take people from that problem that they need solving right through to they can visually see you know how it's been solved and how you can solve it and then you get that fill of emotion uh, and they can just see everything they need uh and video really sells whatever it is you're selling even if it's just a story that you want to tell you know not even a product you want to sell this sounds interesting and so simple it, it does however there are things that are stopping people from recording what's the yeah. problem what's that Sophie? What's the actual problem that people oh, the problem. are experiencing? Yes. Like, because it sounds simple, right? It's, you know, this is the problem that you're facing and you want to make a video about it. Yeah. But something stops, stops them from taking that leap. For a majority of the people that I've worked with, you know, you get some people that are just like awesomely flamboyant in front of the camera. And by the way, I come across like that. And, but, you know, I get a bit nervous as well. And I think to a degree, most people do. It's when people are letting them, that take over and they're just nervous about putting their personality, you know, um, put, you know, putting their face to a claim that they've made, you know, uh, about their industry or their products. Um, and I think people like to hide behind maybe text, maybe an image. But when you put your video out there, you're putting your everything, your whole soul goes into that video. Um, and I think that makes people nervous because they're putting themselves on the line. And a lot of us are very biased against ourselves and, you know, we restrict ourselves, we look at ourselves and we kind of, I wouldn't say we hate the way we are, but we often pick fault in, you know, how we come across to other people. So putting that down in video and putting it out to the world, it's nerve wracking. So people just don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. I have to agree. And uh, in the introduction, I said about it would, it would have been great had I used videos in the corporate space. Of course, but yeah. the thing I was most scared of is, like you said, put my name against a statement. So what if I said something yeah. that goes against the grain or it looks bad on my, uh, you know, the, the company I was working for? I was yeah. always worried to the point I also struggled with posting on LinkedIn. I, I just avoided it. Yeah. All costs. But now on reflection, I missed out on a huge opportunity to get my message out there and to be that thought leader. Yeah. And I think, yeah, and that's that's it with a lot of people, you know. Um, you look at the people that are doing it really well. Um, the, and the people that are successful because of video, but even, not even just video, just visual marketing as a whole. Um, you know, images or just even creating, um, you know, brands around themselves. And it just looks appealing online. But video is a prominent figure in that. You know, these people are famous for a reason. You look at Tony Robbins. I reckon if you Google Tony Robbins, you wouldn't be able to watch all his footage in a lifetime. Um, and he's there. He's, he's selling out stadiums. And I'm not saying everybody is going to be a Tony Robbins success. And I hope people achieve, you know, even half of that. But at the same time, even smaller influencers, you know, creating YouTube channels, you know, they have a massive impact because they've been creating video and people resonate towards them. Um, 
you know, so it does, it has a massive impact and people are losing out. Like you said, you know, you could have had a bigger impact later on at this point in your life if you've done it earlier. But the fact you've done it at all means you're going to be somewhere you want to be, you know, a couple more years down the line. And that's progress. That's good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, progress is progress. You're not there to perfect it. Just give it a go. Give it a whirl. Yeah, you got it. You got it. <laughs> you said earlier that you um, you are camera shy to some degree. Yeah, a, a, a camera shy, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't be the word I would use. I mean, I, yeah, I, to be honest, I love being in front of the camera itself. But it's, a, it's a, what comes with it, you know. It's okay recording a video, which I think a lot of people, that's the first barrier, talking to an inanimate object. And it doesn't talk back to you. And you can't get reaction or gauge it like you would a human being that you talk to. But, you know, I think, yeah, for me, I don't mind doing all of that. But you do get nervous about, like I said, putting your name to something or wondering whether people will take you seriously or whether you look stupid or... You know, I still get those, you know, things. Is this video right? If I said um too many times, do I look stupid? If I said the wrong thing, that still goes through my head. But it's with that fear, I've pushed past all of that. And just knowing what it is and identifying it and just going, that's a load of rubbish. I shouldn't believe any of that because I've never had a reaction, a bad reaction. Let's put that to one side. And even if you do have a bad reaction, move on to the next one. You've learned something. Mm, there's a lesson there's no failure there is a lesson or a win you got it yeah absolutely so yeah the failure is not trying Uh, absolutely and I think that's that's the biggest problem with video is it's untapped potential you you gave out all the figures at the beginning of this um, of what potential it has and what impact it has and what it can do but you know, and people still like they stand back and they just don't do it. But you are leaving whoever doesn't do video is leaving untapped potential. And I'm not talking about you making some high end production every time you make a video. People are making successes and businesses out of things on TikTok. They're taking their camera phone and just recording themselves walking down the street. But they're doing it every day consistently with, with a good message each time. And that is selling them their business and it's giving them authority within their industry. That's what you need. Just thinking about that, how I've seen people TikTok, uh, not a platform I've yet used, but seeing their videos, they have changed in the way that they show up. I've noticed that their confidence levels have soared. So entering a room, how they engage in a conversation. So what seemed of just making a video, and even if there was a greater purpose of business, you know, great, there's a win, but your confidence in yourself also benefits oh immensely i think one of the biggest things is the actual challenge of like getting over the hurdle of hating doing the videos and being on camera that's a that's a start and i think if you and that's a big one that's a massive one for a lot of people so if you get over a really big hurdle like anything in life you suddenly have the confidence to take on the next challenge and i think that you you know that chip on your shoulder about it is, is gone you know if you can walk tall and uh yeah video does that and it will give you confidence and also you almost become an authority when you say about walking into a room and i've had this i've had i'm not a massive influencer or anything like that but i've had people ask to have selfies with me because they've seen me on linkedin now 
that yeah i yeah well, i'm not saying that they really because i'm famous and they're going to put it as a profile picture and show everybody it's nothing like that but um they just wanted you know it's, oh you're jack cook aren't you oh can, do you mind if we just get a photo together and then they put it out on social media and that makes me feel kind of good inside but also walking into a room and not having to introduce yourself to let's say 50 percent of the people in there because they've seen you before it's the, the ice is already broken you almost become a little bit of a star within that, that room and no wonder you can walk in there confident um because you know you don't have to go into massive introductions and you know percentage of people already know you because of the videos that you've created yeah that also makes me think oh damn what have i posted out there that they might talk about <laughs> <laughs> you know what like when it comes to things like that this is this is the flip side of it now i've done some stupid stuff on social media now i haven't done anything like hurt to hurt anybody or anything like that nothing stupid um video cameras didn't exist when i was doing that sort of stuff but um, <laughs> but you know i i, I don't mind i don't i think right back in lockdown i just want to make people happy so there was this whole thing and i painted my head purple to look like Thanos from um I was gonna say Lord of the Rings. That's a whole other thing. Um, franchise. Um, from yeah, the Marvel Cinematic Universe films. Um, and it's you know, if you can sort of embrace the stupid with the serious as well, I think you know, you can be all right. Your personality comes across. If you are not somebody that is willing to paint their head purple, that's fine. But make sure you got a bit of personality in there. And I think that's that's a big thing. Like you don't worry about what you put out. You know, if it feels true to you and you feel like there's a point to what you're doing, then do it. I just wanted to entertain and talk about films as a whole in that series. Um, you can check it out somewhere on YouTube, um, Jack Cook's Film School. Um, but yeah, I, it was true to me to, to put that bit of content out and actually did really well. And people people remember it now as well. Um, so yeah, don't ever worry about what you've put out before um, because everything's a journey, as we said. Um, you might not have liked it, what you've done two years ago. It might look a bit cheesy and a bit rubbish but it's part of you and people will discover it and see where you came from. So it can't be all bad, can it? No, for sure. And let's talk about bloopers. <laughs> Describe what are bloopers? Uh, bloopers, okay, is where you, you mess up. <laughs> <laughs> and that can happen a lot. And it, it's easy to, you know, to mess up and you might want to try and get everything right. Um, now, I've, yeah, I've done quite a few bloopers. And I'm sure you've got a few bloopers. I think the world needs to see them, by the way. There needs to be a compilation. Actually, this is my plan. And the <laughs> double blooper. Yeah. I've been saving my bloopers in a little yep. folder. And my social cool. media manager had a look. And she laughed hard at me because I called them blunders. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I give, I'll, I'll give you credit there. Same difference. And maybe blunders needs to be out there. You're like, maybe that's your thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm making blunders, collecting yeah. the stupid things that I've done. I've gone, oh, it's so embarrassing. But at the same time, it's really funny. Yeah, of course it is. And I'll tell you what, because I've, I've done a blooper reel before. Of, um, and uh, I didn't realise as well, I do, in this one video, if I, it's almost like a reset. If I spin around on the spot, I feel like I've reset myself. I think in my head, that's what it was. As somebody noticed it in all my bloopers, I would just click and I turn around. But it's really fun to watch because people are like Jack, you're really confident on camera. Like it's, I'm almost in an enviable position, but I still make mistakes. I still have to re-record. Not so much nowadays because I've got an older 
oh, I said um too much or, uh, you know, I, I said that word, I, I corrected myself. I've gotten over that. I don't mind putting that stuff out there. It's fine. Um, and also you get used to, you know, not making the mistakes over again as well. Just practice. Um, yeah, but yeah, bloopers, man, they make you look human. And I've, I've got, a, again, I've got a folder full of them. So uh, yeah, the world needs to see a bit more of mine, I think. Well, you just saying about the arms and I watched a video with Elon Musk. In fact, yeah. you just watch any video by him and yeah. the amount of arms that he uses is ridiculous. And yeah. he's a genius. So, you know, you can't be as bad as that. You know what, with um, it's just, it, as humans, we find it a little bit awkward to, to have a, a space, you know, of silence. We don't like silence, especially when we're in a room for the people we're not quite sure of. Um, so we use that they are um, we use um as you know a way of filling that gap but we might not like it like hearing ourselves saying it back but people one don't notice it as much and if they do it's because you're Elon Musk but no I mean you know it's um it, it doesn't matter people don't care as much as you think you care and yeah just it, it's, it's fine you know stick arms in there or or, or or if you have to look away or if you have to look at a sheet or whatever else because what you're trying to do is make a point and you're trying to get it right mm-hmm. and that's fine and I mean Elon Musk he's still doing it but gradually those ums start to reduce as you start talking about you know you, know, you start getting used to talking on camera um, but you're going to do them and it's part of human nature you do it in a conversation anyway so why not that's, that's very true. And when I first met you and started working with you, I didn't understand where to start. Yep. You explained that just hit record. Whatever it is that you're doing, hit record, but break down all the steps. What you think is pointless tells a story. Yep. You then explained a thing called B-roll. Yep. What's this B-roll? I, I don't understand. And it, explain <laughs> what B-roll is and the purpose. Okay, so B-roll, um, the best way to do it, if you ever watch, I mean, people love crime documentaries, but documentaries as a whole, um, you don't want somebody sat there just talking to the camera for, you know, half an hour. It can be a little bit boring, all right? Even if they're telling a really good story, our mind likes to go places, and with video, you've got the power of visual. So overlaying, putting over the top of the talking, uh, in between, you know, the, you know people's sentences, you can use B-roll, and B-roll could be anything. Best example, for anyone that's watched Friends, but you'll, you'll notice this in any sort of sitcom, they make, a, they make it really prominent. B-roll of um, outside the flat, the block of flats. Sometimes it's day, sometimes it's night. Um, and it's basically just a bit of footage to indicate this time is at night, this time is at day, because when they're in the flat, you can't always tell that. That's a bit of B-roll. And it's anything just to aid the story visually. Um, so if somebody's you know, cutting a loaf of bread, you don't want to see them talking to the camera, talking about how to you know, um, cut a loaf of bread. You want them talking to the camera, then you want to cut to a bit of B-roll of the actual slicing of the bread, you know, or the buttering or making the sandwich, you know, because that's what people want to see. And it's great for the mind. It keeps the attention. It keeps people focused um, because it's different visual triggers throughout just to keep the mind going and going and going it just makes everything look better it really does and the reason why i wanted to mention that is because in my videos i will be doing something and i don't know maybe a little bit of snot came out something really bizarre right yeah. something happened and i'm like oh it's so embarrassing why did i do that why dribble yeah. it could be that ridiculous or it could be 
I know the lighting changed. <laughs> Something a little less massive. Yeah. And um, the B-roll, when you would describe the B-roll or whenever I've made a mistake, you, you said to me, just keep the footage. It's fine because we can do something with it. It's not bad footage. Yeah. You yeah. can edit and overlay. And yeah. that immediately calmed me because I was like, I don't have to perfect this. That's I right. I need to record and the editing process will make it look slick. You got it. Absolutely. And I, I think... Um... What? Yeah, it, it, when you use B-roll, when you do things like that, you can you can use it to hide. Yeah, like you said, hide uh, bits and pieces. And also, the, the great thing is, and you'll notice this in your videos as well, is you could have ten minutes of talking, but you want a five-minute video, all right? And there's probably a load of fluff in there um, where you think you might have rambled or said things twice, or we could just chop that out. But we can make it look seamless by putting those two bits, chopping a bit out the middle, putting it together putting a bit over the top and it makes it look seamless. It makes it look, looks like you're just saying one sentence all the way through. I mean, you can use that to, you know, a great advantage, you know, if you want somebody, you know, uh, to tell a different type of story, which is brilliant, but absolutely anything you can capture that helps tell the story can be used. Um, so just capture it. You're right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What other like top tips do you have, like secret source to making good video content? If you're so brand new to this, you've just realized your biggest fear is the camera. Like what, what's the next steps? Okay, so the, the biggest thing, and I talked about this in the article as well. Um, there's gonna be a lot of people out there and like, they do a great job of getting people feeling confident in front of the camera. But for me, I always like to know what the problem is. If you find the source of the problem, you know how to fix it yourself. Um, and th the source of the problem when it comes to video and you're brand new and you're scared of getting in front of the camera, your biggest hurdle is going to be your self-confidence and watching yourself back on video. Because I think anybody that's watching this will know that you, one, you hear the sound of your voice, you don't like it because that's not how you sound like. I sound like I'm from the West Country, but not in my head. That's for sure. I can tell you. So, um, you know, you, you've got, you're going to go through those hurdles um, and the, really you've got to find a way of getting over them. But once you know the problem, it's better. So I want to talk about just three things. Confirmation bias is the biggest one for me. Whenever you watch a video, and we all do this, um, we watch our video back after we've recorded. And we said something great, passionate, you know, it, it's up there. It's one of those speeches that's going to rile up your community and they're going to go out and do. Except you've noticed your hair is a little bit out of place. You know, your shirt isn't quite fitting perfectly. Um, you've said um a couple more times than you wish you did. So you don't, you don't put it out there. But actually, everything else about that video is awesome. And nobody's going to notice those little things that you hate about yourself. So if you did put it out, again, you know, you could rile up your community and they'd love you for it. Except you end up pressing delete instead because you didn't like those two things out of 10 great things, you know. So that's confirmation bias. Um, if you can get over that, find a way of just bypassing that. Give, even send it to a friend and ask them to put it online because they won't judge you like you're judging yourself. Um, then you have familiarity principle. Now, the biggest thing about familiarity principle that is, is deep psychological. When, you know, we're in a familiar place, you know, I'm in my home now, very, feeling very familiar. I love it. I feel comfortable. You know, any, you know, driving your car, if you drove somebody else's car, you might not feel comfortable. You drive your car, you know it inside out, you know how everything works. It feels comfortable, it's familiar, it's nice. We, our faces should be the most familiar thing to us, right? It's crazy. You know, we see it every day, we see it in the mirror. 
Um, yeah, we see it when we're tired, we see it when we're you know, full of beans and feeling great and full of energy and fresh, but we see it almost every day. Except when you watch yourself back on video, it's actually flipped the other way around because you're seeing it the way that everybody else sees it, not in a reflection. We never actually truly see our face as it is. We only ever see a reflection of it. So when we see it around the right way, you know, a, a psych could tell this better than you, better than me. Um, but we actually, we don't feel comfortable with it. It's not familiar anymore. No matter how symmetrical our face looks, it's not actually symmetrical. Um, so, you know, there's this little psychological trigger in your head that's saying, this is alien to us. I don't like it. And it's giving you every reason to hate it. If you, if you know that, hopefully you can overcome it or just flip the video around. You might feel better. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, and the last one, I think we've sort of focused on it a little bit about putting your name to something. People hate... Um, imposter syndrome you know it's it gets the better of us and when you lay claim to something about your industry or your business or your product um you feel like people are gonna judge you for, if you got it wrong but if you know the facts if you've done done the work and you've had the results or you can back it up with you know a, a statement from elsewhere you know if, if you're a scientist you haven't done the science yourself but you there is a paper out there with the study if you can back it up and link it back to that you know then you can prove that what you're saying is right and correct. And also, the only other people that really are going to judge you on it are the people that don't matter, and that is your competitors. Those are the ones in the industry with a bit of know-how that might have an opinion or judgment on what you do and what you have to say. They don't matter. They really don't. If you know it's true, you know it's right, and it's good for you and your customers, that's all that matters. You don't need any imposter syndrome. Just throw it in the bin. But yes, I think for anybody who wants to get in front of the camera, those are the three things I would say are most important to get started. Otherwise, just pick up your, your phone and record yourself with good lighting, good sound, everything else will fall into place. Yeah, what you're yeah. saying then in summary is just go for it. Just try it out. And worst case, if it is so bad, like seriously, if it's that bad, you just don't publish it. Like, but in the process yeah. of recording, there will be a lesson. And, and that's how I started. I remember being in my living room. Um, I borrowed my mum's, what they call DLR cameras. Uh, yeah, D uh, DSLR, yeah. That's, that's the word. Here you go. <laughs> and I got a little tripod. Uh, I had a little script. Uh, yeah. I'd written down on paper my key points and I hit record. And they're on the internet now. They're on YouTube. They're my first ever version and I tried to edit myself and yeah. you know, I, I messed up a lot but in that process I had learned so much about lighting about yeah. um, having the right microphone how far away to be you know from the camera if I'm too close if I'm in the bottom corner like b-roll yeah the thing is I I failed fast and then I was learning faster love it absolutely you, you're totally right and you've you have embraced it awesomely like you've really so you've got for such a variety as well and like you just said you've learned so much as well but the thing is when you sit there and try and perfect it it's like anything in life you're not going to get it done if you want it perfect um you just have to get it done and then perfect it i think it's um that's you know if you need to start putting out videos you're never going to find the right time to do it um, you, you know, you're always going to criticize yourself for it. And believe me, if you watch some of the videos of my first videos compared to the videos of the, I do now, it's you know, totally different. But every time I, I do a shoot or do anything, I learn something new. So even as a professional, 
I, I, I would say that I'm always prefer- I have to, I have to always perfect and improve. Um, so just, but I started, I, that was the biggest thing. Just got up, did it, did the work, um, you know, charged uh, what I needed to charge for, for, for that, learned something new and applied it to the next job. So that's the way it's got to be really, just go for it. Yeah, literally just go for it. I was thinking again about how I started and I, I didn't know what to record because my, um, you know, my superpowers, they were just part of me. I normalized them, but to yep. someone else, they're like, whoa, like you think and behave this way and it gets you that brilliant to me. Yes. It's like, isn't everyone doing this? And so I struggled with, well, what do I talk about? And yep. I, having a brainstorming session with you, coming up with ideas, yep. and finding out what is that one problem and being very clear about it, yep. it did unlock a heap of videos. This one thing became 10 things. Yeah. And I was able to hit record and understand what it is that I was doing. So I would say yeah. the key part is, yes, hit record, just practice, give it a go, learn something. Uh, the next part would be brainstorm the ideas and get some clarity. Yeah. I think, yeah, absolutely. I, I think there's, you know, people, that's another struggle that everybody has is having the ideas and they think they haven't, they don't know what they need to say. But you'll be surprised what people actually want to see from you. And that's, that's the brilliance. I mean, I watch, I watch some vloggers and I get to the end of it. And I've, I've enjoyed the whole vlog. It's brilliant. But actually, I haven't really learned anything. I haven't gained a lot in my life about it. But I've just had a moment of just like enjoying it. Um, and that's what, it, that's all I needed. I just needed to see if somebody have a problem, go through their journey, come out of the resolution. Um, and that for me, that's just a feel good, you know, entertainment. So people overthink what they need to say and talk about. But actually their audience is, I wouldn't say they're simple. That's not a very nice thing to say, but they're a simpler breed. You know, people don't need as much as you think you want to give them. I think that's what, I think that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I, no, I, I think people, um, you know, if you can give someone just one tip that's going to make them get it through the day, you know, something that you've said a hundred times or something you know inside out yourself, um, you know, even if it's just like if you're, you're a mechanic and you show somebody how to change oil on their foot in the car and they don't know how to do that, you might think that's simple. That's like, oh, why would I show anybody that? Everybody knows that. But if you change one person, that's, they're, they're going to be a fan for life, you know, from that just that little bit of information that you've given them about you, your industry. And if they're, you know, if they're going to be better for it, you know, and then you just turn the next bell, the next bell, next bell. And uh, yeah, you don't, it doesn't need to be overfull. Session time. Uh, the reason why I reached out to you to work with you uh, was because I seen a video of you going to a networking meeting and all you were doing was you got on a bike, you yeah. got a coffee, and I watched you just pick the coffee up, and then yeah. you went to your networking meeting, and then you talked about it afterwards, and it was that was it. And I was like, I need to work with him. <laughs> that was the reason. <laughs> I love it, and you know that partially that was kind of the purpose of it, uh, creating those videos is how people attracted me. You've, you've got my personality. You got a little bit of something from the off from the video, but then you thought, I want some of that myself. So here we are. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, it's been a fruitful relationship. It's been brilliant. 
Based on what you shared today, what is the one key advice would you give to the listeners? Yeah, I kind of sort of said, don't just don't overthink anything. I mean, I, I personally, I, I, I suffer from anxiety, so I'm an overthinker anyway. Like I catastrophize, you know, so much. You know, it's all good. It's all, it's, it's in place. But so I, I'm very capable of overthinking. But you have to tell yourself not to overthink everything. Um, literally, if, like, all you need to record it is a tripod, phone. Um, that's where you need to start you know buy whatever you need to after that but yeah tripod phone uh make sure you're in a quiet place record something that people care about or you can really help them with um as i've said before um and then you're you're going to a winner right there like you know that's so yeah just just get recording you know um but i'll tell you what i'll go into a little bit more detail just give your audience something all right first thing is this is how i always a tackle a video is start with a hook make sure you've got something that's going to draw people in um it could be i'm going to show you how to make a million pounds in the next two minutes all right start there you know i, I by the way i can't promise you that that just ain't gonna happen all right but if i could yeah i you'd know, probably be on a yacht somewhere right but um uh but you know draw people in then introduce yourself and then you want to take them on the journey from problem to solution and then give them something, you know, this is, you know, give them a little taste of what their life's going to be like if they follow the information and the instruction you've given them. Okay, that's, yeah, there. <laughs> Start there, guys. <laughs> that is as simple as it is. That's the structure. Hook, problem, solution, call to action. Precisely, yeah. And yeah, that's it. Like, don't overthink it. Just do that. Nailed yeah. it in 30 minutes. Look at that. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, awesome. Do you have any services or products available to help the listeners to go to yellow? Uh, yes. Um, I'll I tell you what, just for you, Tammy, and your audience, um, anybody that's watching this, okay, what I like to do is go through a process with people. You've already mentioned a little bit earlier, brainstorming, going up with ideas. Um, people need ideas. If you want um, no reason to make an excuse, yeah, Um then we can actually lay out plans to record a video. I'll do that half an hour. Anybody uh, that wants to go to yellow with video, um, please, yeah, just get in touch. I'll take you through. We'll look at your why. We'll look at your business. We'll look at what you could be talking about uh, and brainstorm like, tons of ideas. If you, you know, if you want to go and record, we can take it to the next level. If you just, uh, you want to look at it and just go home and do it yourself, do that. But whichever way, take advantage of that half an hour because you'll get so much out of it. Yeah, I can agree. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because I know that's worth a lot, not just because I know there's a monetary value to that, that people are paying you for, but also the the clarity that they're going to have and the yeah. structure. Jeez. Yeah. Thank you. All yours. All good. <laughs> well, how can the listeners get in touch with you? So, yes, um, you can find me on LinkedIn, Jack Cook, C-W-O-K-E, which I'm sure it's going to be attached to this somewhere. Um, yeah, LinkedIn is going to be like the favorite place to find me because you see loads of my content, but you can go to uh, www.beyondfilms.co.uk or um, yeah, www.bewellmedia.co.uk. Um, yeah, there are two businesses, one's for sports, fitness, wellness, little plug there, um, but beyond the brand is probably what most of your audience are looking for. That's where I train and teach people um, how to just get creative with video and make the most of it and actually 
you know, get some leads, build an audience, make some money. Brilliant. Jack is available to support you, guide you and inspire you on a journey to yellow. Reach out today. Help is here. It is always here, but you must take the first step. Details can be found in the description. Jack, thank you for your words of wisdom today and in the Yellow Magazine. Yep. May your life be yellow. Yeah. Boom.